This post-resurrection story is the second half of the story of the disciples of Emmaus. But it also serves as the completion of Luke's understanding of the resurrection. Disciples of Emmaus have returned, Luke says, to join the others and have told them of the remarkable events that happened to them on the way to Emmaus and at their supper table. Surely they would have recounted to the disciples the details of that journey and how in recognizing the risen Lord at the breaking of the bread and how when he appeared first, they didn't recognize him. When they recognized him, he disappeared. Thus does Luke kind of insert that whole kind of aura of both reality and mystery as part of the resurrection. For Luke, the Emmaus episode was interpreting the meaning of the cross in the breaking of the bread and how that breaking of the bread becomes the embodiment of the cross. The cross of Christ would lead to a new presence recognized in what we know as Eucharist, but the Eucharist would lead us back into an understanding of the purpose of the cross in Jesus' life and in our own. Today's event takes that interpretation one step further. For the breaking of the bread as a fulfillment of the cross is itself only fulfilled in the commission to repentance and salvation to the world. Eucharist leads to mission. As they were discussing these events, Luke tells us, Jesus stood in their midst. He says they were terrified. And Jesus begins with, Peace be with you. The gift of peace is to allow them to move forward, to move forward into what remains of their life. The greeting of peace restores a relationship between them and a relationship that they thought was destroyed, the appearance of the empty tomb. And now Jesus brings them back into that relationship that they had known and enjoyed. For he intends that they not continue in despair, in frustration, in confusion, or in fear. Once again, they are disciples, but this time they are disciples of the risen Lord, for everything has changed. Our thinking and our practice surrounding the breaking of bread is rooted in all of the meal events in Jesus' life, but most particularly in the event of the Last Supper and these meals that are recorded in the post-resurrection scriptures. The breaking of bread at Emmaus, the breakfast on the shore 
that we find in John's Gospel, where he asks, he asks the disciples to bring some of the fish that they have caught and put it with what he already has on the fire. A gesture that we might say has echoes and connection with our own action at this liturgy where we bring our gifts to place them with the gift that the Lord gives to us. Our offering to Jesus and Jesus' offering with us becomes a gift to God so that we might be gifted in return. We've always understood that Eucharist is the very center of our lives as as Catholics. It's the heart of the sacramental life of the Church. It's what we do often, and it's what we do best. This theology is made visible for us in the way that we arrange the setting for Eucharist. This arrangement being a perfect example Even church documents, when they speak of liturgical space, refer to the place of the altar as the center of the liturgical action. It is the natural focus of the whole space because because of the importance of the actions at and around the Lord's table. The liturgy then, as the Constitution on the Sacred Liturgy says, is not a spectator event. There is no audience at the celebration of Eucharist. The whole assembly is the subject of the entire celebration. The place for the table of word and the table of bread, the table of Eucharist, draws everyone into an engagement so that we together recognize the risen Christ in ourselves as we together break bread. If we have learned anything from the post-resurrection stories of the scriptures, both during Jesus' life and after after his resurrection, is that when people gather around word and table, they celebrate as one, the one body of Christ united in one baptism, one faith, and one Lord. Here it is that we do bold and astonishing things. We eat the body of Christ and drink his blood. We proclaim, as Jesus said, we should, repentance for the forgiveness of sins. These are the actions. These are the core primary actions that shape every purpose, every pathway of our life. Like the disciples, the way to Emmaus, when we recognize the Lord, we come to table. And when we recognize what happens there, we rush away to tell everyone else, only to return to be nourished over and over again. When we come to liturgy, we come to hear the story of the Lord who lived among us. When we come to liturgy, we come to celebrate the amazing gift of Jesus Christ who gave himself 
in the simple elements of bread and wine. When we come to liturgy, we prepare ourselves to leave again so that we can take what we have heard and seen and touched and tasted and to go forth to bless every word we speak, every act we do, and every relationship we enjoy with that same gift of peace that he gave to his first disciples and gives now to us.